Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Only at the Library. We are so excited to have you listening to us today. I'm Mike, the Senior Reference Librarian. I work at the Information Desk. I run programs like trivia, genealogy, bingo, music programs, all sorts of other stuff. I get to help with collection development and community involvement. I'm here with my podcast partner, Sam. I'm Sam, the Young Adult Services Coordinator. Here at NFL, I coordinate the teen volunteers, keep track of the YA books, and do teen programming. The two of us will be your guide on all things library. We decided to start this podcast as a resource for the community. We wanted to keep you informed on what the library is doing, what's trending, our favorites in books, movies, music, whatever. We're so excited to be here today. All right, so for today's topic, we're going to discuss the library, yours, mine, and ours, as we're calling it. Uh, how it's how it's yours, meaning how it fits the needs of the community, how it's mine as a staff member, what do I do to help enhance the library, and ours, how it belongs to everybody in the community, whether they come in the building, whether they're just passing by our building, whether they use ebooks. So Sam, going off the idea of yours, mine, and ours, how do you feel that the library fits the needs of the community, the yours piece of it, but meaning those in the community? Well, I think the first way that a library can be yours is the obvious facts that we're a library and we have books. Uh, we have a ton of books here and they're available for checkout, obviously, but if you really think about that for a minute, that's kind of an amazing resource. This is a building you could walk into, get a library card for free, and take out any book you want for free. And that's something that just in its simplest idea is kind of amazing. A library can be your own personal bookstore. Imagine that for any other business, right? You can't walk into a clothing store and just say, oh, I have a card. Can I just take these clothes? Or a supermarket and say, hey, can I take these? No, basically we have information and we are saying, hey, you have a card and you don't even need a Monroe card. You could have a card from Chester, Washingtonville, all sorts of other places and you still can use our books. I mean, it's such an interesting idea. It just blows my mind sometimes. It's amazing that RCLS library card, this library system that Monroe is part of, really connects you to everything. We're just talking about books now that doesn't even include DVDs, music, or any of the other programs or services we have available. In its simplest form, that's just the books and that's amazing in itself. I also love the idea of programs. We do programs for all ages, all different interests. I mean, everybody always says, yeah, library crafts programs, love those. Craft programs are great. We love to have that, but we also love to have the stuff for that maybe we will get two or three people at, but there's still an interest in our community. Like we said, the library belongs to everybody. So whether you're interested in history, crafts, you have kids who have children's programs, teens programs, cooking, any any interest you could have, we probably will have a program on it at some point or another. And if we haven't, come talk to us because we'll be happy to do one on it. And it's just such an interesting idea, whereas a lot of those things, if you were to go to a lecture or a concert or something like that, it's going to cost you tons of money. And yet you come to your library and it's just a free service. It blows my mind, like I said before. Yeah, it's, it's really just amazing what this building has to offer for each individual person. Even if you're not, maybe you're not a big reader, maybe you don't watch movies, you can still come in here and this library can be a refuge for you. You can find a safe space here to study, to just relax. This is the libraries, I read it somewhere online, but libraries are one of the last few places where you are expected and allowed to exist without spending money. That's insane, that's a good quote. I hope to find out where that's from, that's a good quote. 
I, I agree. I also love, especially wintertime, I always see all sorts of people come in, whether you just need to come in and warm up. And honestly, we sometimes we have free hot chocolate on the weekends in the wintertime, which is also another great thing just for people to come in, whether it's summertime and you just want to come in and cool down. It's it's a safe space. It's a space where free Wi-Fi. There's so many great things for any individual to use at any time and have that ability and no one's going to stop you. No one's going to be like, sorry, you can't read that. Sorry, you can't do that. Even if you don't have a card, you can get a guest pass to use the internet. Yeah, it's amazing that people can come in here and use the computers. You deal with that a lot more in reference than I do in children's, Mike. But the fact that someone can come in here who doesn't maybe does not have access to the internet at home. It's been talked about a lot in, you know, media recently about how access to internet is becoming a basic life need. It's not so much a luxury anymore to sure. exist in, you know, this year in this um this world, you need to have access to the internet. It's just a fact, and some people don't at their homes, and they could come in here, and like you said, guest pass, not even a library card. I mean, a library card would be great. Please sign up for a library card. But even if you don't, a guest pass, you can sit at our computers, and you can have access to anything you need. You need, uh, maybe you need to print out a resume, or type out a resume. Maybe you need to apply for jobs. Maybe you need to do something for your you know, school, your child's school, or something like that. There's a million different things that you need the internet for on an everyday basis that we have for you here and now not only that but imagine this now you now we have the free internet we also have people on staff who can help you with things that you might not know even if it's just basic computer skills how to write a resume you come to the reference desk trust me we'll help you or we'll find somebody who can help you we do it all the time and it's just such a cool thing that for free like i keep saying probably said it like 30 times already (laughs) um you can get all of these things. It's no judgment. It's no, no one's going to be like, oh, they need this again. No, we do tech help every Wednesday. We help people with phones, with iPads, whatever it is. We, we'll be happy to help or find someone who can help you. I still get people who call the library just for help. People who might not even come in, but they call. They need the weather. They don't have a computer at home. We have people who just call about random questions, where to find a notary, where to find this, where to find that, and we'll help you. Otherwise, you probably have to call the operator, which I think costs money these days. Yeah, I don't know. I used to do it when I was a kid. Anymore? I think it is somewhere. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> but I that's how know. I think the library is, is belongs to everybody in your sense, like individually. Yeah, the library is here for you and what you need the library to be here for. And I think that's uh, amazing, actually. And there's probably a ton of other things that you're thinking out there. Oh, well, I wish the library would help me with that. Well, if you are looking for that, let us know. We're happy to help mm-hmm. you. Um, Sue and I from adult programming are always looking to new ideas, what people are interested in. And we're also always looking for local performers or local speakers or local this, that, or the other thing. If you have a talent, we're happy to talk to you about it and see if it fits our needs for programming. Mm-hmm. Also, we're talking a lot about um, our library, Monroe, because that's obviously where we work. But if you're listening from somewhere else, there's a good chance that your library, your local library offers something similar. So definitely go in there and check, check them out wherever your local library is. That's true. You can find that out on the uh, internet. On the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's talk about now what role we play in the library. How is the library mine? So for me, I'm big on programming. Anybody who knows me knows that I do a ton of adult programming, whether it's trivia, genealogy, music programs, computer class, sports programs, you name it, I probably will try it at least once, except for crafts. I leave that to Sue. I'm not I'm not a craft person. And you don't want to taste my food if I try to cook for you guys. So I'm going to just enjoy the other people doing that. But I take a lot of pride in 
things that I'm into. So I really love music. I really love sports. So when I like that, I always think about what would I like in a program, right? What would I want to do? And I think one of the things I'll mention is my listen and learn programs, which kind of started out with the idea of like, wouldn't it be really fun to just get a bunch of friends together and listen to uh, one of your favorite albums and just, just together and talk about it and discuss it. And when the opportunity came, I said, Hey, you know, we have speakers at the library. We have a CD player. Yeah, I know a CD player, right? A lot of people stream their music, but I, I'm still on the CDs. I'm, I'm big on CDs. I like the booklet. I just get to learn about things that way. But anyway, I think it was an interesting plan. And I decided what I would do is go through each song on the album and talk about it and discuss it. And every song has so much meaning to people. So for me, this was a great way for me to show something I loved here at the library. Same thing I did. I did a WrestleMania program. I'm a huge wrestling fan. And I was able to show some old WrestleManias and just talk to people who like the thing as well. It's so fun to actually have those same people, like-minded people who like the same thing as you, there for an hour or a half hour, whatever long the program is, and just talk. Yeah, I totally agree about the programming. One of my big responsibilities here is to coordinate the teen programming, and it's it's really fun to do. Sometimes I do things that I want to do, like things that I've thought of or things that I've always sort of wanted to you know, do with the group. And other times the teens come to me and say, hey, can we do this? Can we do that? And it's, it's kind of really cool that they want to do that. I also coordinate the teen volunteers. And one of the ways that they could earn volunteer hours is what we call like Shark Tank, like the TV show where they come in and they, they pitch an idea for a craft or an activity to me. And if I like it, they, they you know write up a little a little blurb about it and then they do the craft either with whatever age group they want either with the other teens or with one of the you know children's age groups and it's really amazing and really fun to see them to see them do things like that what a great sense of community you know it's the older kids helping the younger kids it's just it's a good way for them to even give back to the i'm sure they started out as kids here at the library a and it's just them, a yeah. fun it's a fun thing i wish i could have done that when i was younger yeah it's cool and then they get that the experience and it also helps because some uh for some of the teens they need to volunteer for like a specific event or a specific thing so that program like coordinating that program could count towards things that they might use for honor societies or things like that a very specific event not just like oh i volunteer at the library it's like no i coordinated and ran a program for children grades you know two to five and blah 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 you know that kind of thing and that's that's it's a really cool way for me to be able to help them in that. Something else that I, I do, I think sometimes I just talk about my programming, but I also do the reference desk very often. And one of the largest things that we do is fax, scan, and copy. You would think, I always, when I first started working here, I thought, oh, faxing, no one's gonna wanna do that. I send so many faxes out. And part of it to me is that's my role in the community. I'm helping people get their documents somewhere, scan their documents so they can have it or copy things that to us who work here might seem like a simple task. Oh yeah, it's the copy machine. I just hit the button. But for somebody who doesn't know how to use a copy machine, it's like a huge task. There are people who come in there and look nervous. They look nervous, more nervous than we were when we first started recording. I'm like, uh, you can just tell. They look at the copy machine. They look at you. And I'm just, I just try to go right over. Hey, do you need help with the copier? Because that's what I can do. That's how I can make your life a little easier. And we always joke that we are cheaper than staples. So, you know, <laughs> it's true. our busiest time too, tax season. We're always helping people, whether it's scan your taxes, send them out, do this or that. So I, I like to think that's my role in the community in that sense. That role, like, while well, you guys are doing a lot of, you know, faxing, printing, that kind of stuff. I spend a majority of my shift, like, interacting with patrons and recommending books or helping kids find books. 
when a kid comes in or a teen comes into the children's help desk and says, oh, I, do you have that book about that pig? And then I have to <laughs> do some investigative is work. It, is it Peppa? Is it, it Peppa is, pig? It's sometimes Peppa. The one I was actually thinking of was, um, <laughs> was Mo Willems. I was thinking of, yeah, I was yeah. thinking of um, Piggy. He has a, what's his name, Gerald, something like that. I was thinking of that pig. It's usually, it's usually that pig. But yeah, and then you do a little bit of investigative work and you sit there and it shows that we're still, like, obviously the books are here and anybody could come in and find the book, but the, the kids really love coming up to you and saying, help me find this book or this topic or this thing. And it's really fun to have that role in the library. Something else that both Sam and I have been a part of throughout our time in the library is different committees. A lot of the things that we do behind the scenes are all done by committees and we come up with ideas. One of the definite things that we worked on was Year of the Arts. We did so much work on that. Mm -hmm. The committee, it was a five member committee and it changed over time, but that's that's a whole, I could, we were, we'll do another episode <laughs> yeah, on that at episode. some point. <laughs> Trust me, there's one coming. But we definitely marketing are always committees. Oh, we yeah. did marketing committees. I was on the budget committee. There's all sorts of committees. You name it. You name it. We probably have a committee for it. But yeah. but it's helpful. It is it is helpful. It gives us a way at our library to involve other employees in ideas. People who might not be full time, part timers, whatever. Everybody has the chance to give an idea that will help better the library, the community, and all of us as a whole. Yeah, it's really nice that we all have, uh, that gives everybody in the library uh, a chance to have that ownership, that this library is mine. So how is the library ours? What does it do for its community in general? When I say ours, I mean everybody. The library does so much for its community. Just being this place that communities can gather between our study rooms or uh, the tables in around the library where people can sit and relax. There's so many community events that are not just um, not just for patrons. Twice a year, Joanne from Circulation does a community yard sale out on the lawn, and that gets a ton of traction, and that's not just from our patrons. If you guys have never been to it, too, it's, it's phenomenal. I actually always end up having to work that day, so I don't <laughs> actually get to, like, participate. I did walk through last year. It is a great event. Uh, it really brings our community together. We also do our movies on the lawn outside for our community. I actually, some of my favorite events are the ones we do that are communities. It's not just for children, not just for adults, not just for like single people or people with kids or anything like that. It brings everybody together with a common interest, which is something that I think is really cool because as a community, besides just living in Monroe, now all of a sudden we have this common interest of something that we like. And someone that you might not have talked to before, all of a sudden you now have the opportunity to talk to them about an interest that you have. Yeah, it makes sense. We can really, we really want to be a community, a community space, a place where the community can gather here on our lawn, at our events. We always try to also have community partners, you know, to partner, partner with other businesses in the, um, in the neighborhood, whether it's on programming or events or anything like that. We're definitely going to be talking about that further on, I think, in another episode in the future, but absolutely, we have a ton of community partners also something that i think people don't realize is that we're not just for people who come in our building we have tons of things for people who don't come in our building so if you don't are busy and you don't have time to stop in and come to a program or take out a book we have the libby app and you can get tons of books magazines ebooks all sorts of good stuff online we also have all of our databases available if you're a small business owner or if you have needs writing resumes all sorts of stuff i've done many computer programs on our databases 
but also just the idea that we exist that we exist right we exist for all of this stuff we have live guides that'll give you more information so like i said you don't have time you can go check out our website anything that's a 24-hour library service right there which is kind of cool we also one other thing i'll bring up is that something we do for our community is we can come to you if you can't leave your house we have something called homebound where we can deliver to people who are not able to get out of their house who are maybe not mobile anymore or have some sort of an illness and they may need some help we can bring you books and it's also an interaction we get to see those people in those moments so it's really cool that we can do that yeah agreed it's really amazing to be going out into the community i know that the children's department we always go to trunk or treat events me and my director have gone to the high school to give out library cards. You and Amanda, our director, and Sue have gone to the senior center. Yeah, we've done crafts and tech help, and we're looking to get some library signups out of that no matter when we go. So it's always interesting to have these different collaborations overall. I like to think, too, the library is what you want out of it. So if someone were to ask me about the library, it's different for everybody. You might come in for... You have kids and you have children's programs. You might be an a older adult who's looking to learn about something new. So you might take out some books and go to a program. So everybody will have a different need in a library, but we all need it and we all use it. And that's why it's ours it, it's in a general sense like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the library belongs to everybody and it belongs to us as a community. And whether that's the community as just Monroe or whether that's a community of people or community of book lovers community online we're still part of the community and the library is ours so that's how the library is yours mine and ours I hope that after today everyone can see that the library is not only a place for learning reading and research but also an integral part of our community I'm really glad that libraries can still be such a big part of communities the needs of the community are a priority for the library and that's something special absolutely For each episode, Sam and I want to give everyone a quick pick, whether it's a book, a DVD, a CD, something in our collection that you guys can check out as well. Okay, so for my quick pick, I'm going to talk about the Metallica album that came out in April. I've been waiting for this album for a while. It's actually one of the few bands I've seen in concert. The album 72 Seasons, it is really back to their roots. A lot of people have over the years not been happy with the band because they felt like they don't do the things they used to do. But trust me, pick this one up. For those of you who are fans of old Metallica, it's basically Sane Anger, but done right. A lot of people get angry because they say Sane Anger went away from their roots, but they take the themes from Sane Anger and actually make them sound like the original Metallica. If you are a metal fan, I highly, highly recommend this album. The fact that they're still doing this in their 60s is phenomenal to me, and I hope that I am that cool in my 60s. So, Sam, what do you got for your quick pick this week? Um, So, I think for my first quick pick, I have to give a shout-out to my favorite author, who is always going to be the first one I recommend, Neil Shusterman. He's written a ton of YA dystopian science fiction books that I was obsessed with as a teenager and are still obsessed with. Um, Scythe, the Unwind series... Everlost series, all amazing. He's constantly coming out with new books, and I am constantly pre-ordering his books. I met him, actually, at Comic-Con in 2012, and it was maybe a life-changing experience, and I think about it all the time, and yeah, it wouldn't be my first um, quick pick if I didn't give a shout-out to him. Did you cry when you met him? Did you really like, crying and screaming? I, like, oh. was not, I was not crying, but I was shaking to 
I was shaking and my dad, um, my dad was standing off to the side looking incredibly, incredibly proud of this, of this situation. It was amazing. And I still have all of the books he signed for me, literally wrapped up and uh, away in a closet because I'm afraid to get them dusty. So that's going to about wrap up what we got for today. Thanks for listening to Only at the Library. We hope you will tune in again soon. This is MFL signing off. See you soon. Thank you.